Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, on the hotline, very patient man. Uh, he is back in full swing, watching the movies, watching the shows. Because uh, the world is back, everybody. Monkey Pox has not shut down a movie theater yet. He is my movie critic, your movie critic. He's our movie critic. He is TM Powell. Hey, what's up, bud? What's going on? Yeah, this is, I guess, always the official kickoff for summer movie season, even though I still think it kicks off like the first of May now. Uh, Memorial right. Day has always been the big weekend for a summer movie, even from when we were kids. Yeah, and, you, and you're... You're watching, I think, the biggest one, maybe the biggest of the year, because we've been waiting two, three years for this movie. (laughs) It's so funny you say that. Everyone keeps saying that. We've been waiting two or three years for this movie. No, we've been waiting a lot longer than that. I mean, 36 years, technically, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've (laughs) talked about this, that, you know, Top Gun was ripe for a sequel, and he just never, never did it. I mean, for whatever reason, they just never went back and... And did it again. I always thought it was one of those movies that you could have done a franchise with it if you wanted to. So then we yeah, finally yeah, did TM, it and obviously COVID delays it. How many Iron Eagles did we have to sit through? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Well, there was at least one in the theater. I'm pretty sure Iron <laughs> Eagle 2 was in the theater, but I think 3 did go direct to VHS. I'm pretty sure 3 did. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty uh-huh. sure we had at least 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lewis Gossett Jr., right? Was that Iron Eagle? Correct, correct. Yeah, is, I mean, yeah. total ripoff, you know, trying to yes. capitalize on Top Gun. Right. So we do get the sequel, there, you know, but then COVID comes and delays it. And when a lot of people went to streaming for these movies that were close to being there, whether it was Wonder Woman 1984, uh, you know, there, there, we had big films that decided, hey, we're, we're going to do this. Tom Cruise waited. And I think he waited because he knew he had something special. And he, I think he knew that he could tap in and he could really make an impact with this film. So, yeah, in a way, it did become one of the most hyped movies of the summer, at least for me. I, I've been very honest. Thor, Love, and Thunder is what I really, really want to see this summer. Mm-hmm. But Top Gun was, too. I mean, that was the one that I really was looking at more than Doctor Strange, more than, you know, Nope, uh, you know, some of the other films that are out there that I really want to see. I really, you know, wanted to see Top Gun. And after seeing it, Johnny, man, it breaks the mold. Because it's nice. a long-awaited sequel that's not only worthy. I'll make this statement. I'll, I don't care. I'll back it up. I know people have been like, really? I'm like, yes, really. It's better than the original. It's a Wow. That, 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 is, that is, I've never heard that said about a sequel in a long, long time. I mean, maybe like Empire Strikes Back or maybe like, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, okay, well, well, I have one in my head. And it just like, went, you know, three years later. Yeah, right. That's yeah. like three years later. This is this is a long-awaited sequel. We're used to Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah, Super Troopers too. You know these long distance. You know even coming to America too. I, I mean, I thought it was okay, and it was just kind of barely worthy, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it, it didn't. It didn't hurt me. It was harmless. It wasn't like something I think can ruin. You know, a classic. Mm-hmm. This is none of that. It's just a. It's just a better movie. Like a Miles Teller is really good as Goose's son Rooster. 
And Cruz right. is really good. Like, I think about Cruz. Like, Stallone is still around doing stuff like in Suicide Squad or even Creed, where he got an Oscar nomination. Right. But, it, you know, there was one spot time where, like, Schwarzenegger and, and Stallone, they were huge movie stars. And so was Cruz. Cruz has outlasted them all. Like, yeah. he's still a big, big star in doing this. And he's a big part of why this movie is great. His acting is awesome in it. The role he takes on is as good as Pete Maverick. Um, another good thing about this movie is it kind of finds its own way, but still pays you know honor to the past. But it doesn't like live off the nostalgia. The nostalgia is not is is not what's driving this story in a lot of ways. It's it's really just a good film that has the nostalgia as like almost like a bonus at this point. But it's its own adventure. I mean, it's like the the, the scenes, the action scenes, the story. And listen, I love Top Gun. Like I'm, I'm not making out like mm-hmm. I didn't like Top Gun. Top Gun is a classic, and I like it a lot. But there is some cheesy campiness to Top Gun. I mean, the romance is yeah. kind of forced in it because it was the 80s, and that's just what you did. And, you know, some of the script in it is just okay. And, and I will say this about Top Gun, too. The second Gooses dies, that movie isn't as fun anymore. Like, it, that is a fun movie right. until that happens. Um, I think this movie does have stakes at play in terms of the characters of what's involved. But it doesn't have like a lull where it just makes you feel sad. I mean, I mean, Johnny, I think you would agree. Like, Goose's death is like one of the saddest things to move. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was it was right up there with Old Yeller for sure. Yeah, I mean, because everyone likes Goose's you know comical character, and and it, and it comes out of nowhere in the film. And so I do think it kind of sucker punches you in a way. I do think it's one of the reasons why people like it so much because it does like kind of turn emotional in in a lot of ways, but. This new film, I mean, just technically the way it's shot, acting, script, the supporting cast. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much, but how they use Kilmer is really, really good, Johnny. And really? You guys both know what Val Kilmer's yeah. situation is like right now. We they do. did a good job of not only using him well, honoring him, but not, uh, but presenting it in a way where it was impactful considering what his current situation is like. So the Kilmer stuff, it, it is a very, very supporting role in it, but I really, really like the parts they had with Val Kilmer. I mean, I wow. thought they did excellent with it. it, it Johnny, it's, it's, it's a summer blockbuster like summer blockbusters used to be. You know I love superhero films. I love them. It's my uh-huh. forte. But I do love movies. And once upon a time, we had big blockbusters that weren't like an IP. They weren't like you know, some legacy from a comic book. They were just straight up summer blockbuster films, and Top Gun was one of them. This reminds me of that. It's something you should definitely see in the theaters, and I saw it on IMAX, and I would highly recommend, if you're going to see it, spend the extra money. It's worth it. See it in Dolby. See it in IMAX. It's one of those movies you're going to want to see in the theater. Doing it this weekend. I already told Leah we're we're doing a dinner and a movie, and we're seeing Top Gun. I definitely... I, the last time I went to the movie, and it was the only time I've been to the movie since the pandemic, was to see the, uh, Ghostbusters uh, back in November. And it was it was well worth going back to the movies to see it. And I haven't been to the movie since, but I'm definitely going to see Top Gun Maverick. I, like, I, uh, my buddy Chad Zumach, very, very funny, uh, now local comic that used to be an L.A. comic, a New York comic. He, uh, I saw him last night, and he said he was going to go see it today, and he said it was one of the best movies ever like he, he he was he couldn't talk more you know more good about it so you know and you know comedians were very honest so uh and, you, and you're very honest yeah. so when you texted me the other day and said 
you know, this might be better than uh, than the original. I was like, yeah, but yeah, everybody everybody that's seen it has been raving about it. I haven't seen one negative review on it, so uh, I'm pretty excited. It officially comes out, I guess, tomorrow or tonight. tonight. But I know a lot of people tonight. saw it. They were showings tonight. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people saw it this afternoon. I heard so. Yeah, people were seeing it this afternoon, last night. And, and yeah, I mean, I don't make bold statements like that. And I always say it's kind of hard to say that when that movie has 36 years of legacy on this film. It's mm-hmm. almost not fair to Top Gun Maverick to compare. But I'm just so confident on what I saw. It's almost like a scoreboard situation. Like, look at it. It's just better. Like, And it's nothing against that old film. It's just that this is a really great film. And I'm glad he didn't buckle and he, and he had it in the movie theater. It's what you're meant to see in the movie theater. So you have that option this weekend to see something really cool. But we also have something major, major in streaming this weekend that's been gone forever, too. <laughs> not as long as Top Gun. But oh my I mean, God. Stranger Things 3 came out July 4th. You know, right. it's been waiting three years almost. So my God. I was actually lucky enough to see the first seven episodes of part four. I've seen them all. And that's four, uh, I'm sorry, 543 minutes of Stranger Things. If anyone was complaining about them coming back and doing 30 to 40 minute episodes, you are wrong because the shortest one is 62 minutes. Most of them are in the high 70s that I saw. And wow. a couple of them, one of, I'm sorry, one of them in particular was an hour and 40 minutes. Now, this is episodes one through seven. That's what we're going to get this weekend. We'll start tonight. And then we will get eight and nine on July 1st. They are breaking it up like Ozark. They're going to try to do that to where they're going to leave you kind of cliffhanging. I'm okay, okay so with that. Tons of expectations. Tons and tons of expectations here. Big show, gone away for a really long time. I will tell you, my expectations were absolutely met with this new yes! season. It has a horror vibe to it. Yeah, that nice. Takes that takes like kind of the inspiration from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like that's the thing I think about the most. It's got a great villain this season. Um, it also they feel like movies. Like talk about these episodes are like seventy eight minutes long a piece. They have a big movie feel to them. They're not in Hawkins only. They are spread out like almost in a globe trotting adventure this time around. Nice. It has a big movie feel. We heard about the rumors about all the money that they dumped into this season, and you can see it. And that's what I like about it. It's like sometimes when they dump all this movie into it, and then you can't stand like, what were they spending money on? Like, you can see it. It's bigger this time around. The story's bigger. You know, the sets are bigger. The action's bigger. Um, some people, I could see maybe saying it's overstuffed a little bit because there's a lot going on because they're globe trotting. That didn't bother me. They've been gone for so long. I just wanted more Stranger Things. So if you break down those numbers, in about seven episodes, you're going to get nine hours of content, over nine hours of content. And it's really good with more to come. I, I read somewhere also, and I don't, I don't know that, you know how true it is, but is the last episode supposed to be like the two and a half hours? So the last episode carries a two-hour length. Yep, and, and the one before at eight, I think, is like in the 70s again, too. Like I said, Johnny, most of these are like 78, 78 minutes, 74 minutes. They'll have a movie-type feel to them. And they also have, like, an aftermath-type feel because, listen, I really like this season a lot, but I, I, I do like season three a lot with the mall and the, and the yeah. Russians. There's just a lot of things in that season that I like. I thought the monster was cool. So that's a big, impactful season. This is kind of how they deal with all the aftermath because I think 
you know, they always suffered like a little bit of loss every season, but I think it always left you on like a hopeful note. Last season, it was a great ending, but it was totally a bummer ending. So you're seeing how they're reacting from what happened last season. So there is a little bit of exposition with that, just showing where all these players are at. But um, I, I will give everybody a little you know, tidbit here. Uh, they take the Empire Strikes Back formula where there are groups separated. But you can tell they're all going to culminate in one place probably by the end. But th- there are different groups on different adventures. And, of course, Joe Carey 